0: visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com. Email him at csawyer maccom or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Annie Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Annie Mac Home Mortgage. Lo-Fi Direct. Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender Broker Number, ML338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker. License Number, MC338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number, 20112810L. Call for additional details.
1: Throwing jabs, always full send, here we go again. Jared, Joe, and Jace, Clover, Crest, top three corner man, punching in with a puncher's chance we find a way to win. The main event, lock it in every Saturday at 10. The overhand is out of hand when it comes to fist cuffs. Slide a hand on the undercard, you'll never see the punch. Uppercut, got you missing weight, feet step stepping late. Keep your guard up feeling faint from a faint. Take a stand and eight, then retaliate. Put up your duke, stick and move. I've been waved, don't lose hope against the ropes. There's always an escape, never stay down. One more round, bells ringing. Counterpunch with your chin tucked and go down swinging. We bring in crosses with no worship, hooks with no verses, combinations with no locks. When you feel the flurry, it's curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats. Relax if you want the facts, cause the best combat podcast is throwing jabs.
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Throwing Jabs Combat Sports Podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by Joe Guire and Jared Jones. And uh, we have a lot of fun fights this weekend. Uh, Nothing to recap, though. Uh, My my whole fight timeline was messed up as we previewed the UFC's fight night last weekend. That's happening this weekend. But uh, to make up for that, I got something fun in store. The return of... Big Brain Battle Trivia. Joe, Jared, how you guys feeling about this before we dive into the vites?
3: I'm down 0-1. So, I'm looking to even it up with the Big Brain.
0: I woke up 6 minutes ago.
2: <laughs> All right. So All I'm right. Warm up. You go in
3: cold, you come out cold, Joe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh let's go over the rules. Uh, six rounds, two questions per round, one question for each person. Uh, forty-five seconds to answer the question. If the question's not answered, the other person can steal, and they'll only have twenty. You only have twenty seconds on a steal to give the answer. Person with the highest uh, score at the end has the biggest brain. And as always, it's brought to you by Clovercrest Media. Make sure you check out ClovercrestMedia.com for a bunch of other great podcasts and more information about this podcast as well. All right, Jared, since you joined the StreamYard first, you get to pick. Do you want to go first or second? Oh, Each round.
3: Hmm. Let me go first and put the pressure on it.
2: All right, going first. First round is going to be Jersey Math. I'm going to give you... Uh, Three athletes with their teams. you got to figure out their jerseys, add it all up, and give me an answer. So uh, first question, Jared. Clayton Kershaw on the Dodgers plus Shaq on the Cavs plus Terry McLaurin on the Commanders. Your 45 seconds starts now.
3: No idea what Kershaw wears. Seventy two. Seventy
2: two. That's your final answer. Jared? Ding, ding, ding. You're correct. Lee oh, Kershaw. <laughs> nice. 22. They got Shaq, 33. Barry McLaurin, 17.
3: Jared, hot start. Uh, 22 was a total guess. I'm telling you, I was on 42. And yeah,
2: nice. All right. All, great, All right. Good, nothing, good luck to start things off. Who knows? Uh, All right, Joe. Similar question to you. 45 seconds starts after I read the question. Mike Trout on the Angels, Shaq on the Celtics, and DK Metcalf on the Seahawks. Talk, talk us through it, Joe. Come on. Um,
0: all right. Think so, Mike, Mike Trout, uh, <laughs> two and, um,
2: five, I'm going to say
0: sixty nine.
2: Oh nice. Uh that your time just ran up and no. It's not 69 Jared. You got 20 seconds to steal. What you got?
3: 58.
2: That is incorrect as well. Mike Trout 27. Uh, 27. Shaq, 36 and DK Metcalf 14. All right, Jared, 1-0, heading into round two. Got to be feeling good.
3: Yes, sir. Uh,
2: Yeah. uh, Okay. Round two is the season, NFL season. Don't worry, we are going to get to fight stuff. I know this is fight podcast. But, Jared, starting off. Who is the only wide receiver to lead the NFL in receiving yards while playing for an AFC East team? 45 seconds start now.
3: That's this year?
2: What? All time. Only one person from an NFC East team has led the NFL in receiving. At the end of the year.
3: I got three guesses. Ah, Randy Moss. Is
2: that your final answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. Joe, 20 seconds on the steal.
0: Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say Wes Welker.
2: That's your final answer. No.
0: No, that's not the NFC. It's not NFC
2: East. Uh, You guys, you went too far back. Kids. Stephon, Stephon Diggs. Diggs in 2020. We're too far back. It's it's crazy to think uh, with all the wide receivers like if you'd said Randy this Moss. year,
3: who led for momentarily this year? I had Stephon Diggs, and then I'm like, wait a minute, is it two years ago? Stephon Diggs. I went too far back.
2: Yep. Oh. All right. All right, Joe. Can you even it up? Who was the last tight end to lead the NFL in receiving touchdowns?
0: Who was the last tight end to lead the NFL for yeah. a full season? Yeah, in receiving
2: yards. Yeah, to, to finish the season. Yeah, leading the NFL in receiving touch touchdowns. Touchdowns, not yards. Oh, and receiving
0: touchdowns. Um, I will say. Travis Kelsey, like two years ago. I feel like they're not
2: putting a lot of depth into these questions. Travis Kelsey? So yeah. Okay. That is incorrect, Jared. 20 seconds on the steal. Gronk? Gronk. That's your final answer? Yeah. Close, close. He was two years prior to Jimmy Graham in 2013. Okay. All right uh one one or no one oh joe you gotta pull back here then now we're getting a little crazy here round three is going to be animals uh not just sports knowledge test some of that common knowledge as well all right jared this arboreal herbivorous marsupial is native to australia and known for having a diet Consisting of mainly eucalyptus leaves. Forty five second oh. five seconds on the clock now. Koala? Koala. Final answer. Yeah. Boom. Two. Hey. <laughs> <Koala done. laughs> nice. Joe, did you know that one? Yes. You, you yes. Did? Okay. Uh, uh,
0: is that a is this a joke? It's, like a, it's, it's starting not. to feel like a setup. It's yeah, not, all right. Dude. All right, a koala all right, bear. Joe.
2: All right, buddy. This bear is native to China and is a folivore whose diet consists of 99% of bamboo branches and leaves. Panda bear, final answer. Throw him up there. Bam! <laughs> there you go. Animals. I'm an animals guy. Nice. nice. Using animals to finally get on the board. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't be surprised not a lot of people know that especially when you use the big words my, my little test games i've had people got scared of that so that's fair enough all right jared sports video games Just gonna i'll preface this combat sports video games we're finally gonna get into the combat sports stuff yeah for these last three rounds Jared, what two former male and female UFC champions were, were the cover athletes on EA Sports' UFC 2 released in 2016?
3: Silva and Rousey?
2: Silva and Rousey, final answer? Yes. Incorrect, brother. Joe? Uh,
0: 2016, huh? Oh, Uh I'm – I'm gonna say, uh, ten. Ronda Rousey probably for one, and
2: five, Conor McGregor 2016.
0: Four. That sounds like they'd still be that disillusioned.
2: And that's your final answer.
0: Yeah, McGregor, Rousey, Rousey. probably for 2016.
2: Boom! Joe Come ties on. it up. That was a good guess, though Jared. Yeah. Silva. Yeah, I mean it was right at oh, that. No was, boys,
3: was the no
2: number, yeah. yeah. All right. So round four, Joe. To you. Can you take the lead here? What two boxing legends were the cover athletes on EA Sports' fight night round four? Released in twenty I mean in two thousand
0: nine. Uh I almost remember this one. Is it Or was that Ali? Maybe I'm trying to remember. Maybe Ali and Tyson. Do I want to say? I'll say Ali and I'll say Ali Tyson.
3: Ah, oh, that can't be right because he's got uh, paperwork with Punch Out, right?
0: Well,
2: Tyson that was can't be
3: the answer. It was the Oh, oh so
0: shut up. Out. Come on. I swear to God. Just pulling it out. Yeah, as soon as you said that, Jared, I was like, oh, yeah, he did have his own game.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that was forever ago. Yeah, I bought to- him out. But, uh, I yeah. that
0: game.
3: Oh, yeah. I was a monster at Knockout Kings.
2: All right. Joe takes the lead. In sports video games, Jared, can you take it back with boxing? All right. Jared, to you, what active champion has a knockout rate of 100%? <laughs> His
3: name's Artur Baterbiev.
2: Boom. Ties it up <laughs> with, uh, I mean, I didn't plan that. I, I, I but it just happens.
3: There's a guy Joe. named Ortiz that's about to make there be two of them.
2: Okay. All right, uh, Joe. Similar type of question. What former, what active former heavyweight champion has a knockout rate of ninety-one percent?
0: I'm gonna go with uh,
2: Deontay Wilder. Final answer. Yes. Incorrect. We're talking about them later tonight. You think I'm going to put that on there? I thought that the Jared. other
0: boxing question would be as obvious as the first one, but far be it for me.
2: Jared? Got 10 seconds. Active. Five Five, four, three. Ortiz? Time up. Nope. It is. See, uh, Wilder has ninety eight. Uh, it was just uh Steverne, right? He didn't, and then Tyson uh, Fury, but uh, Anthony Joshua, ninety one percent. All right, tied up. Going into the this same- that'll be I'm- a piece
0: of trivial information that no one that watches today's show is gonna even remember or care about tomorrow.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're pro- you're not wrong. But, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, nobody cares about Anthony Joshua.
2: No one does. Except the Brits, but not even. They got Fury now. Yeah. All right, round six, UFC. Tied up. I do have a tiebreaker. We might have to use that, but let's see. Jared, UFC question to you. Who has the most knockouts in the UFC among former champions? This is not active. Just what former champion has the most knockouts in the UFC?
3: Oh, among champions,
2: jeez! Former champions.
0: It's a very specific category, isn't it?
3: Chuck Liddell.
2: Chuck Liddell. Final answer. Incorrect. Joe, to take the lead. Is it
0: Vitor Belfort?
2: Vitor Belfort. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Jared, you got it there at the end. Man, Anderson Silva. Oh, ah, half credit Silva. for
3: Silva and Diggs, right? Half point for each one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anderson Silva with 11. Yeah. All right, Joe, for the win, who has the most submissions in the UFC among former heavyweight champions? Former heavyweight champion with the most submissions in the UFC.
0: Most submissions among former heavyweight champions? Yes. Uh,
2: what? What former, former heavyweight, heavyweight champion, champion has the most UFC submissions? Most submissions inside of the UFC. You got 10 seconds.
0: I'll say Five, four, um, three, two Detour Belfort? I, I, I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea.
2: All right. Jared, 20 seconds to you. It's for the win, right? Yeah, for
3: the win. Is it Junior Dos Santos?
2: Junior Dos Santos. Final answer? Yes. Incorrect, it is Frank Mir with eight. Alright, so we're going to the tiebreaker. Um, Don't know if I really thought this through. What I'm going to need you guys to do is uh, go into private chat here in StreamYard. Uh, You're going to type out your answer there. Don't hit send. And then uh, when I tell you guys, both of you guys are gonna hit uh, send at the same time. Whoever's closer wins uh, the round. Okay, I'll explain it. You, you're gonna—I'm gonna give you a question. Gonna give me a number. Whoever's closer to the number is the has the bigger brain. But uh, all right, tiebreaker. And you're gonna put it in uh, the private chat. Hit send, and yeah, we'll. At the same time, don't hit send until I tell you. But, uh... Alright, Frankie Edgar holds the UFC record for the longest time in the octagon. How much time has uh, Edgar spent in the octagon in seconds? How much time <laughs> in seconds?
3: <laughs>
2: Whoever's closer to the answer... Uh, yeah, that's your... Uh... So just type it out and don't hit send in the... It's like Price is Right.
0: (laughs) How many... Is this a joke? (laughs) No! How many seconds? Why would anybody even know this?
2: It's a tiebreaker. Just give me your best guess, Joe. Think about how many fights he's had. How long his fights have gone? I'm sure, a bunch of them gone the distance. And it's just closer. Not-
3: you're allowed to go over, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're allowed to go over. It's just closer. Give you ten seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Make sure it's all typed out in the, and then in three. Two one hits end. All right. Joe's guess was four fifty-five. So what would that be? That'd be like uh okay. Uh and Jared eleven thousand five hundred and twelve. We are gonna need a rubber match because uh Jared takes the oh win. 28,508 seconds in the octagon for one Frankie Edgar. And, yeah. A lot of seconds.
3: (laughs) It's crazy to
2: think about, yeah. But, yeah.
3: All right, 1-1, Joe.
0: Feel good about that. That was a good one. That was a good good round that that felt – Thank God for the animal questions. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I This mean... black and white horse-like animal that runs in the desert and eats grass is a what? Zebra. <laughs> this no, I mean long-necked I mean... African... Yeah, a, a zebra. Come on, buddy. Thank you <laughs> hey. for keeping those simple. How many <laughs> seconds has Frankie Edgar been thinking about getting knocked out by San Hagen and that flying knee? <laughs> round it off. Round it off to the nearest second.
3: How many seconds did the ref actually keep counting?
0: <laughs> oh. All right, that was good. That was good. Humbled I
2: am. Hey, I mean, you, you swept uh, the sports video game, so took both. There. I play sports video games, yeah. so
0: you know that should have that should have happened.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if there was like MLB, you probably would have. Oh yeah, even the numbers game
0: Even the
3: numbers in the beginning I didn't know either one of the baseball guys
0: It's funny, I had Shaq's number on the Celtics wrong And I was off by the same amount on Trout's jersey I just couldn't add DK Metcalf's number To those two numbers Because I've literally only been awake now For about 28 minutes (laughs) I totally overslept. My son's in big trouble. My alarm I didn't hear it. Didn't hear it. Oh, damn. So I'm going. I went in super cold, and that's all right. That's how I usually do. Cold. <laughs> <into> <laughs> went to overtime.
2: Went overtime. All right. Okay. That's gonna do it for the big brand battle. We'll have to be back for the rubber match eventually. But uh, all right, let's get into the fights. But first Let us hear a word from one of our sponsors.
0: There's no bigger investment than home ownership. And to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit ShamrockHomeInspectionCT.com. <laughs>
2: Big shout out to Shamrock Home Inspections for sponsoring today's episode. Let's get into it. Big boxing match tonight. Devin Haney, George to uh Haney took all the belts in the first meeting. Now they're running it back. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> How do you see this playing out?
0: Jared, get in the middle of them and tell them to the fight. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, listen. Are you ready? Uh,
2: are you ready?
0: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I like that, Jace. That's pretty cool. Yeah, listen. Uh, I think both of these fights are kind of interesting. The other one we're going to talk about in terms of, you know, obviously one guy's lost one fight to one guy. And as, uh, you know, kind of a, an axe to grind. To get. I, I don't think that... Uh, I don't think that George Cambasos is that good. I really don't. I mean, he's not he's not at the level of I don't think any of these guys, and I don't say he got lucky because I don't believe that that could happen in a ring. But it's a size result.
3: Yeah, size result that dates back to Loma.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um I look, I just I, I think you know Cambasos probably fought the best fight he could fight in the first fight. And it was pretty damn close. I don't know that he can do anything better than that. Mm. So,
3: yeah. Totally agree. 100%. If, the, if both of these guys show up as who they are. Yeah. Uh, this one's just better. Yeah. Right here. It just becomes a be boring. better fighter. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'll go the distance because uh Georgie's tough, but but we kind of established round by round by round that Haney was the better fighter and that George was gonna have to land something perfect to knock him out. And I think that's still the story. You know, you're looking at a nine to three, ten
0: to two. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or Haney's just gonna <sighs> nice job. And this guy, this guy. Here isn't gonna, I, I don't think he just won't have enough <laughs> offense. He won't have enough offense. And, uh, I again think about the but the best punch of his career, you know, when when he got uh Teofimo Lopez's knees to buckle, uh, and fall to the ground. That was about as good as it got for Gambasso that night. Um, you know, got outworked and and just outboxed the first time here with Haney. I, I, I appreciate him wanting to, you know, but I don't. I think this this to me is one of those times where I I don't think a champion should get an immediate rematch. Like if 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 Lomachenko yeah. doesn't get an immediate rematch with Teofimo Lopez, how does George Cambasos demand an immediate response? Same belt from Dev? I mean, I don't understand that. Why? At all. Yeah, at all. And um, I and you know, I've heard some people suggest that I mean this fight is almost unnecessary. Yeah. And again, yeah. it's gonna take a miracle for George Cambasos to uh win this fight.
3: This is a contractual obligation, and and I'm looking at it like for what you have all these exciting fights, you got a heavyweight fight coming up, you got a fight I've been waiting years for. And uh, and then this. Like, who's going to be watching this? The UFC card comes on and the Marshall Shields card comes on and the the, uh, the Wilder Helenus card comes on and you're going to watch this? Yeah, no thanks. For what? What are they doing it for? Oh, uh, I don't know. And that's why I said if both of these guys come in as who they are because if he struggled that much coming way, he comes in drawn at all, Georgie will be ready. Uh, sure. That's the only way, though, is that they're not both 100%. That's the only way this fight goes a
2: different way. Yeah, and I mean, Cambosa's only avenue to win is not make this a boxing match, make this a fight, make this a brawl, land something. And I think uh, I actually like this not to go to the judges' scorecards because I think Cambosis is going to have a little bit of desperation open himself up and put himself in opportunities where I think Devin Haney feeling himself feeling very confident coming into this fight already having that win I think he'll uh let something loose and land something as uh kimbosis is coming in trying to look for that turn that into that brawl uh and or if Kimbosis wins he's gonna have to knock him out and turn it into a firefight but no, uh of that. I don't like the hundred
0: percent Cambasos has to knock out Haney. Yeah. Because there's no, I mean, listen, like Jared said, this is a 9 3 There's no way even with a bad weight cut that, I mean, Devin Haney outboxes Cambasos. Looking at the weight cut in the pictures, and Tony, you're right, he looks terrible uh, at the weigh-in. It, it, it does not look good at all, but Haney looks terrible, uh, especially in his face. But I, I don't think George Cambasos is bringing that kind of thunder. And I don't know that man, people don't hit Haney a lot. He didn't get hit a lot.
2: No. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? And he does seem like when he does, he can take a punch. I, I just, it would be nice to see Cambasos be the uh, the spoiler again. But
2: uh, I'm not putting I my money have, on that, Gary. I don't
3: think he's good enough. Yeah. 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 Well.
2: All right, I n- n- no, I I honestly I'd rather see. Uh, I I know it'd probably be a similar outcome. I'd rather see Haney against like a uh, a tank right here instead of the Kimbo yes. rematch. To be honest, yes. I mean, even though Tank isn't like he, he'll, he'll get exposed in that fight, um. But yeah, I mean, it, I, I want to see new blood. You you need to see because this isn't that spicy. I mean, I, I honestly think. More people, by the end of the night, more people are going to be talking about the next fight we're going to talk about than this fight, to be honest. Mm-hmm.
3: With and That's Haney had a point in his career where he ought to be lining him up and knocking him down. You don't need this kind of fight right now. This doesn't make any sense for him. Yeah, and not a remediate rematch clause for somebody who took a belt from another guy who wasn't very good, let's be honest. Not Loma good. Tiafimo isn't Loma good. And neither is neither is, jo- neither is Georgie. And, and they fought each other because he was the next guy in line. And Loma lost to Tio, who was just plain bigger. He got outboxed, but he was the bigger guy and won the fight. So this is just it, it, the fact that George is here is, uh, is just a result of different size human beings. He's not on the level of a Haney or a Loma. He's not. He's more on, a, on the level of a Fima Lopez. Yeah, and if he didn't, if that's not the rematch that happens here, let Georgie fight Tiafimo on the undercard of uh, Tank. And and I'm with I'm with Jace. This is, and I'm I'm with you guys. Yeah, this is boring and unnecessary. And Haney wins by decision. What did you do for your career? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. You punched in like anybody else would go do their shift and do the same shit they did yesterday. That's what you did. Huh? Just you're monotonous. Right? One more fight like this. Fight one more guy like this. Outbox Tia Fimo in your next fight. We'll be saying the same thing. You might as well be working at the checkout line and making really good money because you're doing the same thing every trip out.
2: Yeah, and I mean, we, we mentioned all the names. Like, there are names. There are opportunities to add to your legacy in this division. Uh, and He's not following through with it. Yeah, you're that. not
0: making your name on George Kambosos's back. <laughs> 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 no, I mean... How old I
2: mean, is he? right? How old is Haney? The top of my head, also known as Google. He's twenty-eight. No, that's his twenty-three. He's twenty-three. Geez, twenty-three.
3: All right, two thousand. What is that for? Give me
2: one here. I think. He's gonna be twenty. He's going to be 24 later this year.
3: Okay. So, oh, Floyd's just about my age, a year older than me. Okay. So, at 23 years old, 2001, uh, Diego Corrales. Anybody recognize that name? Carlos Hernandez, Jesus Chavez, Jose Luis Castillo twice. Our favorite guy that we talk about ducking all the time, everybody fought Diego Corrales, Carlos Hernandez, Jesus Chavez, and Jose Luis Castillo twice when he was the age of Devin Haney. It's time to do something, kid. You're at that level. You're at your prime. You can't fight guys like this over and over again. You haven't done it yet. You haven't been in the ring with guys like that yet. He fought five guys at your age that would whoop anybody you fought. Name one guy that beats Jose Luis Castillo when Floyd did, that Devin Haney has fought. No way. Diego Corrales? No way. Nobody on Haney's list is keeping up with that guy. Corrales would smoke Cambosis, and we know it. It's time for Haney to fight some of the guys at the top of the list. Yeah, he's he's slowly, because he's very technically sound and I like him, but he's slowly making his way onto that list for me, to be honest.
2: Yeah. I mean, all all he does is need to fight Loma. That's the only thing that, like, uh, uh, there you go. You've etched your, uh, I'll take that. That's all he needs to do for me to be okay with it. But uh, whatever. Uh, I mean, while we got you fired up, Jared, might as well move on to our next fight here. Clarissa Shields, Savannah Marshall. Jared, you've been calling it out since day one. Savannah Marshall gonna get it done against Clarissa Shields. I need versus Unana. Whoo Clarissa,
3: I need Shields (laughs) versus Savannah Unana Marshall. This is a stoppage win for Savannah Marshall. I'm taking the under, I'm taking Marshall. She's bigger, she's stronger. They have three common opponents. Three and all decisions. 3-0 3-0 and with two knockouts. This is the stronger, bigger girl. And she beat her the first time. 84-1 and amateur. Where does the one come from? Savannah Unana. Take Marshall with the plus money. And if you're feeling froggy, take the under two. Savannah Marshall, is anybody taking Shields? I wish one of you guys would take Shields.
0: Joe, are you taking Shields? Yeah, I am gonna take Clarissa Shields in this one. <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna do that because Clarissa Shields, by virtue of winning uh and 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 taking out Savannah Marshall, she's ready to make her claim over Katie Taylor and and Yeah, uh, you know now you're doing this for the purpose. greatest <laughs> boxer of all time. Ah! And um ah! <laughs> let's go Clarissa. <laughs>
3: Oh! Now give me your real prediction (laughs)
0: 13-0 Two knockouts,
3: Greatest of all time And overtakes Katie Taylor He did that to me on purpose
0: I did, yeah, sorry (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think again I'm going to go with the the roughly 3.5 inch size advantage As you said, I think there's a reason She beat her uh a long after 10 years ago and i I kind of see this thing working out kind of the same way and Savannah marshall puts people away and I, I i I like that because to me that's that's a little bit uh a little extra in the toolbox you know what I mean the ability to to take people out I, I like devin haney but you know i i uh, tony said in the comments what happens when Haney moves up without having that power and i think that is going to become problematic and
3: when you're that dominant you got to get stoppages you have to find a way to stop people when you're that dominant you see shield seems con- content to outbox and win fights when when the other person and i've seen it before it's like they never earn your respect they never do anything to earn your respect. They never hit you hard enough to, whoa, I'm in a fight. And still, you don't go after the stoppage. This is going to be a banger. Somebody's got to move backwards. Yeah. Marshall, and she may get the stoppage.
0: This is, this, is, this is great for women's boxing, though. I will say yeah. that. This is the Absolutely. kind of fight you want to see. Um, and I think it is going to be a really good fight. But, yeah, I just... To me, the the knowing that that um Savannah Marshall can fight, you know, and, and knowing Clarissa Shields, again, kind of not in any rush to to try to do too much damage, I do think, again, that just plays really uh the idea that that one punch might do it. Oh. I definitely don't feel like Clarissa Shields has that. Just like Devin Haney doesn't have that. Let
3: me give you an example here. I feel like Yusick versus Joshua is a really good example because to make that a winnable fight for Joshua, he has to become something he's not. He has to move forward and maul and pressure and pound, and that's who Clarissa Shields would have to somehow magically turn into to have any chance at winning this fight. I don't think she can outbox this girl, and I think she's going to try, and I think she's going to Anthony Joshua at the end of the day.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Let's still- go. Uh, for the record, I'm going to go with Shields. I'm going to go for the business. Uh Carissa Shields does have a little bit of that star power. Business to boxing, I think boxing would be better and women's boxing would be better, of course, Shields wins. Just because she does have that if factor. She does have something that people talk about. And uh she has had that Yeah, for a while it's now. called
0: Delusion.
2: Hey. <laughs> no, she does. She uh, but uh, yeah, she has that that star power that not a lot of women have in the in boxing right
0: now. 12-0, two knockouts, and no. has the balls to say she's the greatest of all. Like, dude, get real. Get real. Not even close. Dude, that'd be like if Devin Haney knocks out Cambasos tonight and he's like, the greatest. Like, no. no, 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 you're no. not. There is nothing... Dude, Devin Haney could knock him out in the first 15 seconds with a big combo. Would that change your mind about Devin Haney at all? No. Would that affect where you put him on the Mount Rushmore of boxers? No. Yeah, so there you go.
3: Lost twice to Ryan Garcia in the amateurs. So, one... Two and two. Devin Haney, two and two against Ryan Garcia and the amateurs. Hello. Another Before fight, you're going to claim you're the I'm great champion. Beat the person <laughs> who beat you. Uh, I love
2: yeah. that. Yeah, you you're the greatest time with a loss,
3: direction. and you never avenge that loss. We said that about Loma. Now, Loma had 400 amateur fights and a loss, right? But he beat that guy like five times. So we forgive the loss. Clarissa, you want to be the greatest? We have to forgive the loss. You have to win this fight. You're not going to. You were never a part of that conversation. She must not have watched Taylor versus Serrano. If she thinks she's part of the, the greatest female boxer of all time, conversation, she must have never heard of Ann Wolf, who would clean her clock. Yeah. She's well, not I mean-
2: her.
3: her chain's too big. It's weighing her head down. Hey, there was a
2: time You're where Amanda board. Serrano was right.
3: calling the herself
0: a I, <laughs> I love Savannah Tucker shit, too.
3: Uh,
0: the <laughs> you not, listen, there's two things in, I think, being a fighter. Number one, you shouldn't come up with your own nickname. And number two, when people start throwing goat status out at a fighter, you shouldn't be the one... Leading the charge on that—that's an honor that's bestowed by people who know the sport, people who are big fans of a sport. It's not—that's not something um, an athlete with twelve professional fights should be assessing themselves in any way, shape, or form. it's—it's oh, no. kind of silly. You could say she's a she's a showman and a performer. I say she's a little delusional, and I think. I think she kind of goes into the fight definitely thinking she's going to win. And I think that's that's uh I think that's a mistake because again I don't know that she's got the tools to to get rid of this
2: one here. So I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be fun. I right, I do think we could come next week. I think this is a fight that we could judges could be a little fishy on. That's all I'm saying.
3: There I is that. 42 so box who uses an algorithm to calculate rankings has an all-time female boxer ranking for clarissa shields at 42. so there's 41 other girls she would have to pass during the course of female boxing in the history of our sport to be considered the greatest of all time by the numbers there are 41 girls ahead of you Stop it.
2: Mm-hmm. And you're
3: right. That's something other people say after you fight a bunch of times. Your mouth didn't get you greatest of all time status. Your mouth got you into this fight. Good
2: luck. Uh, but, uh, all right. I should be a fun one. I think this is going to be the, the real fight of the night. These are the, people aren't going to be tuning into Haney combos They're going to be tuning into this. People aren't going to be tuning into the Next fight, we're going to talk about fight of the night. Deontay Wilder returns to the ring to take on uh, Robert Robert Helanus. Helanus. Uh Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see Deontay Wilder back. We talked about we've talked about this before. Uh, really, I think only Tyson Fury is the only one on the planet that can beat. Uh, Deontay Wilder, even though he's gone down this weird like rabbit hole of uh, mental health-wise, um, I, I want to see him come back, back to the old Wilder and just get this done, and I think he can. But with all that stuff going on mentally in his head, I don't know if he can uh, really come back from that. Joe, wh- wh- what do you think about uh, Deontay Wilder?
0: Good pick for an opponent. This is a guy who he has. I, I think for each of the Fury fights, this was the guy he was uh, he was uh, 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 sparring with. So he's already used to slapping the crap out of uh, the Nordic nightmare as as uh, he's known. But yeah, I, I, I this is um, just a get right fight for Deontay Wilder. If Deontay Wilder. Can't knock this out, knock out Helenus by the fifth round, then just retire, then just call it a day because it it will be clear that uh, he's no longer a top champion. Another interesting thing is, I've seen him talking all week, Jared, about he wants to you know he's thirty six years old now. He wants to finish his career, um, fighting the best in the division which to me almost sounds like he's admitting he's not one of the best in the division. And then to take this fight against someone who's not in the running for best in the division, I don't know where Deontay Wilder is back. I i, I do think Has he it's a little earned, underwhelming, you know, to be honest.
3: I did, yeah, yeah, you can't do what you did against Fury. I mean, great, 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 no disrespect at all but lose, and then fight this, let's be fair, rebound-type fight, mm-hmm. um, and then say you want the best in the division. Like, how, What do they earn fighting you? They get to fight one of the most hellacious punchers of all time without improving their ranking much. And one guy I wanted to talk about here quickly was a guy named Johan Duapas, Johan Duwapas, who uh, finished him in six. (laughs) So so if Johan Duwapas finishes Helena in six, how long does it take Wilder is the question here. And uh, not long, I think, is the answer. Over under four and a half with plus money on the under. I might take that. They are sparring partners. Maybe he'll take it easy on the guy, but I don't think, I mean, the power is going to be obvious here. Gerald Washington stopped this guy at
2: 2:35. Yeah, uh, what did you say that dude's name was, Jared? What was that guy's name? Duwapas. Uh, John
3: uh, Duwapas.
2: Oh, if that guy can uh, beat this guy in six rounds, I think it should take Wilder six seconds. But what Wilder are we seeing? Uh, another and eye candidate. I, I got
3: Raymond, forty pounds bigger, thirty-nine pounds bigger than Wilder.
2: Yeah, but Wilder's always small for heavyweight. He's always been... 214? Uh, yeah, but uh, this is the jam.
3: He's been since the draw with Fury. This is his smallest size in his career, except for one fight, a draw with Fury. This is the second smallest Wilder we've ever seen, and he's fighting a guy 40 pounds bigger. Who, to be fair, isn't that much of a puncher? And hey, you can happy.
2: argue that draw with jury was, uh, Fury was the best fight Deontay has ever fought in his career. So, oh yeah. So, that could be a good thing. I'll but, even uh, take that third fight. Yeah. <laughs> just a great
3: fight. It's one of the greatest heavyweight fights we're ever going to get.
2: Yeah. But uh, uh, <laughs> another fight we got to mention for fight of the night: Michaela Meyer versus Alicia Baumgardner. Uh, Michaela Meyer. Up there, one of the one of the her goat status uh, for women's goat is uh, probably even though she's young, probably ahead of Clarissa Shields, to be honest.
3: I totally agree. I totally agree. And Meyer should outbox this girl, but this is the girl that just dropped Terry Harper. Bumgarner can punch, yeah. she can hit hard. So if it's a stoppage, you know, this is one of those fights where you want to bet against yourself and take Bumgarner by stoppage and then Meyer by decision. Mayor by decision is absolutely what should happen here, though. Yeah, she's real, real good. Oh, Garner can really, really punch. She packs a punch. Harper had never been stopped. 100 amateur fights, a uh, couple pro fights, and just got stuck on stupid, got stung. Bumgarner can hit. Don't be shocked if Maya gets wobbled in that fight for the first time in
0: her career.
2: Yeah. And uh, we also have the the Grosso versus ratio fight. Uh, make sure you go to the last week's episode to see our breakdown of that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I that is going to do it as far as the fights go. And uh, so, and big shout out to uh, Chris Sawyer and Annie Mac Home Mortgage for sponsoring today's episode and Shamrock Home Inspection. And uh, as always, CloverCrestMedia.com. Make sure you go to check that out. More information about this podcast and more other great podcasts as well. I'm Jace, this is Joe Guire, Jared Jones. We're going to end the show like we always do. Jared, brother, hit us with that flurry.
3: So I've been thinking a lot about a metaphor I used for addiction, um, and mainly alcoholism with Mike Tyson, because there was a time when Mike Tyson was just the most feared, most hellacious, most vicious. Um, That was impossible his defense with Impobieth, you remember. He was something else. And that's kind of what I look at, like, for, for addiction. You picture, you know, how fun that would be to get in a ring with Tyson, you know, with the lights and the cheers. And there's, aha, cheers. That was not an intended pun. Um, So you think about the excitement of getting in there and doing something like that. But then you get knocked out. And you regain your consciousness, and it's something you realize was a bad idea. And you're walking away from the ring, and you look over your shoulder. And there's Mike in the ring with his bottle. You
1: ever come back in here? I'm your ass out again.
3: And you wander away from the ring. But as you're looking over your shoulder, you get to almost out of the stadium and peek back, and you see this little itty-bitty man inside the ring. And you're like, you know what? (laughs) <laughs> here I am 10 years sober peeking over my shoulder going I bet I could take that guy and then you wander back into the ring and the lights start going and the people start cheering and he's coming back and then you get knocked out again then you wander over there, and as many times as you peek over your shoulder and think that's something you can handle you only get knocked out a certain amount of times before you get brain damage thanks guys
1: Throwing jabs, always full send. Here we go again. Jared, Joe, and Jays, Clover Crest. Top three corner man punching in. With a punch's chance, we find a way to win. The main event, lock it in. Every Saturday attend The overhand is out of hand. When it comes to fist of cuffs, slide a hand on the undercard. You'll never see the punch. Uppercut, got you missing a step stepping late. Keep your guard up feeling faint from a faint. Take a standing eight, then retaliate. Put up your duke, stick and move, bob and waved, Don't lose hope against the ropes. There's always an escape. Never stay down. One more round. Bells ringing, counterpart punch with your chin tucked and go down swinging we bringing crosses with no worship hooks with no verses combinations with no locks when you feel the flurry its curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats relax if you want the facts because the best combat podcast is throwing jazz.
0: hello my name is joe aguirre i'm the president of clovercrest media Group. Here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chowing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Iman. You can find all these podcasts and so much more
2: by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.